Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to the Amelia James and Hazy podcast. It is a pleasure to have you with us here today. Oh, gee, we spoke about some very interesting things on the show. You, James McCann, mm. listed your favourite Japanese inventions. Nice work, James. Certainly did. It was nice work. And I think the people of Adelaide are bloody going to love that one. But then you, Amelia, <laughs> are very fixated on Iggy Azalea's bottom. Yes, she was. I'm not fixated. She Just was on radio. It it's the background to your she, phone. She was asked point blank. No, it's not. Yeah. She was asked point blank you whether or not being she point had. point blank with Iggy Azalea, would you? Can I please finish my Yes, sentence? you may. She was asked point blank whether she had bottom implants. She said she didn't. But hey, we got Dr. Chris Koulos on the phone from Burnside Cosmetic and Skin Cancer Centre to tell us exactly what kind of procedures people are getting done nowadays. And we get the experts, don't we? We do. And look, there are a lot of things happening. So, And then... We spoke to the lovely, the gorgeous Asha Keddy. She stars as Nana Proudman on Channel 10's Offspring. I had a very good time chatting to her because she's actually really lovely. She's so nice. Mm. You oh. must listen to that interview, everyone. Even if you don't live in Australia or watch Offspring or know who Asha Keddy is, I'd stick around for it. It'll brighten up your day. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Thanks, friends. Miss you. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Up five. Now, I'm fascinated in this one, yes. James, your research in this number. Well, a story has gone viral this week with the most fascinating inventions to come out of Japan. I suppose it's with Ninja Warrior and everyone is getting really excited about uh, Japan. It's all mm-hmm. connected, mate. All connected. Everything links up. Good to energy. Karma. Japanese concept. Didn't know if you knew that. No, not, on that. not on the list. Not on the list. Also not on the list, those underpants vending machines. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's one of the better inventions to okay. come out. But you've got the top five. I've got the top five. Okay. Top five weird inventions to come out of Japan. Number five. The baby mop. Do you go on. <laughs> yeah, do explain. Well, you, do know, explain. You, know, you know how you've got flaws. <laughs> I do have flaws. You have flaws. A lot of people. There are flaws in this studio a lot of people right now. Have flaws. You know how you've got a baby. Yeah. Amelia. Don't have one of them. Oh, okay. You don't have one of them. What happened to them? We'll discuss that <laughs> later, perhaps. Uh, you get. It's like a spongy jumpsuit for the baby. Yes. Almost like a mop, if you will. You put the baby in the jumpsuit, he crawls around the floor, or she, equal opportunity jumpsuit, yep. and the baby cleans the floor <laughs> just like that. It's not a bad that. idea. It's, what are those disc machines that go around? You know, those vacuum cleaners that have no pilot? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yes. I've actually got one. It's like one it's of those, like a but robo people. Vac thing. Yeah, so yeah, it's like a little baby robot vacuum. It. Well, don't let, uh, don't let the dog near the baby mop, I tell you. That'd be a real okay, I like terrible one. thing. Next one. Number four. The sound catch pillow. Pardon? Yeah. So, you know, when you're like, you know, you're vegging out, you're watching the television yep. and you've got your head on your side because mm-hmm. you're lying along the couch. You can only hear the TV at one ear. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A pillow with a hollow center. So that you can hear through a funnel with both ears while lying on your side. I've got to be honest, I haven't found that to be a problem. You know, lying on the couch. That is an issue that I face daily. And I never thought that it could be solved, but I didn't have the ingenuity that the Japanese could bring. All right, all right. Bread (laughs) in a can. (laughs) What? Bread in a can. Bread can, in a can. Canned bread. It's in canned bread. Canned bread. It doesn't go off because it's in a can. Is that the benefit of having it in a can? I think the benefit Ooh. of a can is just showing off that it's in a can. If you don't want it to go off, you can put it in a freezer and yeah. it'll stay like that forever. Are we talking like a like a can of like beans or a can of Coke kind of thing? Like, like a tinny. Like, like a tinny. A, you know, like you know, you go down the pub and you say, Oh, give us a tin no, of VB. So you go, no, it's not because you can't drink the bread. It would be nah. a can like a can of beans. Yeah, it probably is like a can like a can of beans. But the important thing is it's a can of bread. <laughs> 
That's the sort of sound you're getting mm. on your bread, Hazy. Mm, delicious bread. Mm, but put down that hatch. Ribena away. <laughs> Here we go. Next one. Number two. It's got to be the hug pillow. A no, pillow I've shaped seen like that a person. Before. Yeah. I have seen that before. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, there are men's and ladies varieties. The, the first one, I believe, came out with the lady hug pillow. It was for single ladies who are very lonely and looking for someone to spoon them. It's a pillow, but there's an arm attached to the pillow, so you feel like someone cares. <laughs> Don't you, though? I like to sleep with a pillow sort of on the side of, mm. of me. So I don't know if I'd like a full one, like a full... Oh, is this, you might be interested in purchasing this I product. I should. Oh, Lonely Amelia with a man pillow. No, look, that's fair enough. I don't like this pillow, so I'm thinking of getting one for my lady. But now we've got to discuss the best invention to come out of Japan. Number one! <laughs> the butter grater. <laughs> you know, you've got to put your butter on your toast. You've kept the butter in the fridge mm-hmm. because you like a cold butter. You drag the butter across the bread. You scrape up the bread. It's a horrific way to start the day. Ruins it. I do think most restaurants should have these. Mm. Nothing is worse than when you get brought in. I don't really come in a restaurant. It's more like a pub or something. Nothing's worse. Nothing's worse than when you, you're like, oh, I want to get some bread and I love the bread. And then you can't spread the butter in the yes, bread. Yes, that is just, seriously, that happens all the time. But like, you know what? Such is an absolutely rock hard. Here's the ingenuity of the Japanese people. Not even a butter having culture they couldn't how thoughtful and doesn't even happen they've gone you know what those decadent westerns are having trouble with putting bread on toast here's a solution thanks japan is it electric i bet you could get electric ones but the idea regardless of whether or not it plugs in is an electric idea Ooh, there you go Zing. amelia james and hazy this is weekend breakfast iggy azalea now, if you know who she is, she's a very, um, I would say she's very much shaped like an hourglass. I can't help but like her. You know, she's awesome. Mm. She's representing uh, Mullumbimby, is it? Mullumbimby? I can, help, I can help but like her. I find room within myself. Look, she's famous. Do not love her. She's famous for having this um, this figure, which uh, is, no. is very popular in America. No, no, she's an itty bitty waist and a big old behind. Can I she say that? She's famous for her talent, Hazy. I'm sure, and the big bottom is merely an accoutrement on top. Yeah, well, right. Something extra. Okay. Well, it's finally been put in the There's a lot of um, a lot of people reckon that she's got um, a fake bum. There is such a thing. That is a thing. A yeah. Fake booty. Because that's what Kim Kardashian gets accused of all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, the, and it's very easy, and there's a lot of different fake bum ways people get it. Absolutely. Well, they they asked for this. Uh, the hit crew up in Brisbane at um, B105, they actually asked this to her face. Do you have a small waist and a beautiful behind? <laughs> I do have a small waist. I have to work on it a lot, actually. I'm never allowed to eat what I want. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. What, what they're asking, <laughs> what they're dancing thing. around is if uh, they want to know if, if you've got bum implants or is it all natural. I, I think said it's, it's thing. natural. No, I don't have bum implants. Well, <laughs> no, there's one less thing we <laughs> have in common, Iggy. <laughs> well, they're not my real boobs, but... Right. Oh. <gasps> I can't believe they did that. Now, this was yesterday morning, um, I think it was, and they literally asked her that flat out. I mean, so many people probably want to clarify that, I guess. It's something everyone thinks. Yeah. When, you know, that. I don't know if you've seen that video clip for her song, Bounce. Bounce. Bit happening there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you just can't help but ask, because I want to know, how do you have such a tiny waist... And you keep that, you know, figure. You know. People often ask me if my bottom's real. <laughs> hey, so we've called, on, we've called on an Sometimes expert. Sometimes God brings perfection into the world. We've got Dr. Chris on the line from Burnside Cosmetic and SA Tattoo Removal. Dr. Chris, welcome to the show. Please Good help morning. Us. Hello. Please help us with our questions. Uh, is Do you just see so, all sorts of weird requests for 
you know, fillers? What's, I guess, the weirdest one you've had? Well, um, probably the weirdest request would be from our tattoo removal side of the business where people get some weird tattoos in the most bizarre parts of the body. When you say um, bizarre parts of the body, are we talking about you know, undercarriage or where's the uh, strangest place? Well, certainly we could call it the undercarriage, somewhere in the pelvic area. Pelvic area. Oh, no. uh, Dr. Dr. Chris, there was a footballer I used to play for Carlton back in the day, and his name was Wow Jones, and he had a tattoo on um, wow, both glutes, okay. a W and a W. I can guess. I think you can guess oh. where the O was. You haven't seen yeah, Wow Jones, have you? No, we haven't seen a, a Wow Jones, but <laughs> we've seen um, some other um, uh, things such as arrows pointing to a particular orifice. And, <laughs> oh, uh, goodness me. What a professional way to put it. All class, these individuals, I'll tell you that. Dr. Chris, I'm fascinated because I personally am of the opinion that people should let their natural beauty dictate their lives and they shouldn't try and change themselves too much. But we live in a culture where people are getting fake no, bottoms, see, that I, sort of thing. I think... Dr. Chris, and mm-hmm. I think you might agree with me that there'd be a lot of people out there who get just a little bit of help and you would have no idea, truly. Like, don't you think, Dr. Chris? You would know. I agree entirely. Um, a lot of people come in and have a few little tweak procedures done um, and no one would really know that any work done. So mm. it's not the plastic fantastic that we see maybe um, from the US um, at our clinic. What's the most popular Very procedure? Very discreet work. Well, for men, funnily enough, the most common procedure that they get is uh, a procedure called sculpture, which is laser fat reduction mm, yeah, in their right. love handles, where a 25-minute treatment just melts the fat away. It melts oh, it away. See, I think that's a mistake. I love having my love handles. It gives people something to grab. Gives me something oh. to grab. Just lets me know I'm still there. <laughs> oh, there are all those other bits to grab, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Chris, so on, on the Iggy Azalea topic, she says she hasn't had implants in her behind. Is it possible she could have had fillers? Is that a thing? Can you get fillers there? Yeah. Uh, there are some people, which is done once again predominantly in the States, where they do get um, dermal fillers injected in various parts of the body. Mm. And the, the buttocks is one area. Um, <laughs> yeah. A towel clinic, the most popular area is by far the lips that a lot of women mm-hmm. get done, um, followed by augmenting their cheeks a little bit and um, a lot of anti-wrinkle treatments for the, the frown, the forehead, the crow's feet, just mm-hmm. to do a bit of uh, rejuvenating, softening up and uh, looking fresher. What about men? Men, apart from the fat reduction, a fair few men are now having laser rejuvenation on their face. Yeah, right. Which which um, just takes a few years off the face, like makes them look like they've had a good holiday, refreshed, <laughs> and that's closely followed by the, um, the anti-wrinkle procedures, mm. um, usually the strong frown lines that they have. Well, I am personally cut up that this vain culture is destroying the West, but I'm glad that someone as professional as you, Dr. Chris, can be there for people if they want to go down I that path. I love it. Thank you very much, Dr. Chris from Burnside Cosmetic and SA Tattoo Removal. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's Amelia James and Hazy. Amelia James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Are you are your parents on Facebook? My dad is, yeah. I think mm. my mum and dad mostly share Hazy. an account. Uh, Dad's just got on there, but he has no idea what's going on. I poked him the other day. Did he you? poked back. <laughs> Fair enough. My mum, my, my mum's not too new to Facebook, but she loves sharing things on my page. Like the other day, shared um, tips on how to clean your washing machine, which was actually quite useful. Thanks, mum. Um, sort of backhanded compliment. And um, <laughs> not even compliment, just like tip. 
It was it's not, not even nice. Your washing machine could be dirty. Yeah, I've, I've just noticed that you stink all the time. Like. Oh, that's not true. And I take pride in washing. Anyway, this we're getting off the topic. <laughs> so the other day, mm. most recently, she shared a picture onto my Facebook page. Yeah. And it was sort of like a, it was a meme, which is great, Joe. First off, you found a meme, so that's nice. Um, and it was basically insinuating that she told me all these lies growing up. It goes, I live in fear of the day my kid asks, where are all my other drawings? And she would have found that particularly funny because Mm. for a very long time when my sister and I were growing up, we'd always ask, hey, where's that picture we did for you? And mum and dad would say, it's in the attic. Now, I found out quite recently that there is definitely no attic in their house. I thought it was an attic that we just couldn't access and you needed a ladder to get to it It was one of those sweet little lies your mother's been telling you, like uh, you don't have a smell problem. (laughs) I smell very nice, thank you. (laughs) It's all connected, mate. Um, And so basically, there were bags and bags of what I thought was priceless art, but my mum actually chucked them out and she thought it was really funny when I found out. I was quite hurt. She thought it was very funny. So she shared this on there. And um, my auntie has commented being like, yeah, haha, the attic. And even she knows. Everybody knows. All of Adelaide knows now. How did you not know that you didn't have an attic? Did you not well, go just, to the like, attic? Come no, on. I just thought it was really hard to access. Like I thought it was, oh, I needed to get dad to get the ladder. Oh. Like there's bits of your house. What did you grow up in the Hamptons? There's bits of your house <laughs> that you haven't seen before? <laughs> I just, I, I had seen them. I, I thought the manhole led to the attic and I thought it was very difficult to get to man, it. And I thought, sorry, manhole? Yeah, the, you know the man, every house has a manhole. Could be do a woman mean, hole, man. Do you mean man cave? No, manhole. You know what a manhole is, don't I know you? what a manhole, oh, manhole is, but I would have, I would have uh, called it a neutral hole. Mm, I would have called it a gender specific Don't bring that. Hole. Don't bring that here, Amelia. Come on. But surely that happened to you guys. Your parents have told you things, and you just thought it was the fact. You know, just just facts, and you grew up, and then you realised that you've been lied to. I don't know. My parents were very truthful with me. They were upfront at all times. I, I once asked, um, like, that you have a body odor problem? Do they tell you that? <laughs> yes, they do. My mother yes. has bought me deodorant on many an occasion. <laughs> To the extent where I I remember I had some questions about, you know, life, the universe and everything at like four. And I went to my mum and I was like, mum, is there a God? And she was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) At least she's honest. I was like, oh, I'm so afraid of death and the great beyond. She was like, I've got nothing for you. You just have to live with that terror. Lies. Although they were very open and honest about my artwork. They said it was great. They've kept it. It must be. Are you serious? They've not kept all of it. I'm a talented young man. I love how you go. They were really honest. They said it was great. Yeah. I only accept positive feedback. No, 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 no. Look, if they had come along and said something negative and wanted to lie to bring me down a, a peg or two, that would have been fine. But they didn't. They chose the open and honest policy of letting me know that if there is a God, he's given me a great deal of talent. You are a rarity, my friend. 131060, what did you believe as a kid? What did your parents tell you? What did you think was true? Or what do your kids believe right now? Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Hey, but guys, I don't know everything because um, basically my mum's been rubbing in the fact that um, she threw out all my artwork that I did when um, I was a kid. Um, She used to tell me she'd put it in the attic. Turns out we don't have an attic and she's even posting on Facebook now. It's quite embarrassing. She's a liar. So 131060, I want to know... What did you believe as a kid? What did your parents tell you? Or, hey, if you're a parent, call in. What do your kids believe right now? We want to know. Kerry has rung Hello. In. Hello, Kerry. G'day, Kerry. What are you telling Hello. me? Hello. I have a six-year-old and I um, may tell a few little white lies. Yes. Mm-hmm. The um, 
motion detectors in our house. I yes. tell him that that's Santa Claus watching him all year round. Okay, so good. So when it goes off, he stops doing anything naughty that he thinks that he's doing. Keeping tabs, good you know, one. The irony there exactly. is that with current metadata laws, the government actually is watching <laughs> in each of those. James yeah. one of those guys. <laughs> Big Brother's always watching. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, I tell him that if he doesn't let me clean his ears out of wax, that he'll get a potato farm growing. Well, no. Is that true? <laughs> well, no, it's just wax, but I just tell him that otherwise otherwise he's going to have potatoes growing but out of his ears. But who wouldn't want potatoes in their ears is my question. Well, I don't know. Maybe. If you were the BFG, maybe, because you've got big ears. <laughs> I also tell him that he can't eat the seeds from the watermelons because he'll grow, grow watermelons in his belly and then he'll have to poop them out. That'd be painful. Jeez, oh, he's yeah. going to grow up. <laughs> this kid's going to grow up to be a very creative young man. <laughs> well, I always look at it this way. When I was, when I was, you know, had pregnant, I used to say, I'm never going to be one of those parents that bribe my child. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> and here we are. Oh, rubbish. From the minute he was born, if you sleep 10 more minutes, I promise I'll love you more. And <laughs> you know what? It's never, it's never changed. And he's six now, so I'm sure I've probably bribed him a lot, but that's life. Hey, that's it's how you get by. Kate has rung in 13 10 60. Kate, what did your parents tell you? Hi, Amelia. Well, when I was younger, I had this beautiful rabbit that I loved a lot. Um, we used to spend some time together in the backyard. I was under the belief that my beautiful pet rabbit had run away to a happier place yes. when, in fact, it had been decapitated by a fall. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. That, to me, sounds like the less happy place. Yes, the, the happiest happier place, place was. Yeah, is with the head on the shoulders. It was. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't learn that, actually, until about seven years later. Hey, this, this exact same situation happened to me, only I was the first one to discover it. I went out in the morning. We had four or five rabbits, all um, headless, and oh I, I sort of ran away back in, um, into my house and tried not to um, you know, consume it because it's a very confronting thing as a six-year-old. Uh, and then mum found it, obviously got rid of it and said, yeah, they've run off to a happier place. And I never said anything, but I knew exactly what happened. So at, even at that age, I was like, oh, good on you, mum. Okay. Well, Thanks I for think you've switched on than me. <laughs> <laughs> Very sad, Kate. The happiest place is with you, clearly. And, uh, we'll pray for the rabbit. <laughs> Tanya, what lie did you believe? Good morning. Well, it was actually what I told my children. Yes. Oh, yes. 27, yes. one's nine, and I tell all their friends as well. Um, it's any time of the year I say that if you don't drink water, you're going to get thick blood. Ooh, oh, jeez. Is thick, is thick <laughs> blood a bad thing? So then like, I'm, I'm well, saying we're pro to the blood clots? Well, I, I, I don't go into details about blood clots. I'm, I'm not medically based. But because <laughs> yeah. they, I obviously want them to drink water, so I always take water with me. And the, on the occasion that I haven't taken water, my children have said, oh, my God, I'm going to get thick blood, thick blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> Very graphic. Can I just check? Did you say your children are 9 and 27? That's correct. Yep. <laughs> okay. Are they both on the thick blood thing at the moment? Oh, everybody's on the thick blood point. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. You've actually almost sold it to me today. <laughs> I'm get some water now. Oh, see, guys, happens all the time. There Not just go. me. Not all just right. me, James. Well, mostly you because you're a grown woman and you should know better. But still, <laughs> the important thing any... is there's nothing wrong with lying to people if it helps you get what you want. That's what I've learned from this break <laughs> That's today. the moral of the story. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Something that's also cheap is advertising with us, guys. Oh, How so dare you? Even cheaper than that, I'd say. <laughs> and, um, you know, we've just been overwhelmed, overwhelmed with offers of people wanting to just advertise with us. Overwhelmed? Overwhelmed. We've got so many. We couldn't fit them all in, but we're dedicating a spot for them right now, and they're pretty good. We should take a listen. 
Is your name Tim? Well, come on down to the Tim shop. We sell things specifically for people called Tim. If you're called Tim, you'll find what you need at the Tim shop on Paynham Road. And if your name is anything but Tim, you can stay well away from the Tim shop. The Tim shop. Selling things to people called Tim, specifically called Tim, and not named anything else. Paynham Road. Hank from the Not Haunted Toy Shop here. You know, there's been a lot of news in the press about people saying our toy shop actually is haunted. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. Come on down to my not-at-all-haunted toy shop and buy your children some toys, which I promise are not cursed in the slightest. <laughs> Pain and road. Poor people's feet are in agony. Rich people's feet are in heaven. Come on down to the $10,000 minimum slippers shop. We sell slippers for a minimum of $10,000. If you have to ask why they cost that much money, you can't afford it, you dirty pleb. Get out of my shop. (laughs) We're such an expensive slipper shop, we're not even going to tell you where the business is. Never in my wildest (laughs) dreams did I think the terms dirty pleb would get on. An ad. It's the dirty pleb hour. I bet it's on Pain and Road. I might be. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Right now we're chatting to Asha Keddy, who stars in Channel 10's Offspring as Nina Proudman. Welcome, Asha, to the show. It is so wonderful to have you here. And can I just say thank Thank you you. so much for giving me a reason to just love Wednesdays again? Oh, good. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) It was such a pleasure to shoot this Series 7 in particular, actually. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I watch Nina and I just feel exhausted sometimes. But you know what? I love how (laughs) she's just so normal too. Like, do you feel exhausted doing that or is that kind of close to your life as well? Yeah, no, not really. Look, there's a a certain amount of um, emotional and uh, physical expenditure to mm. you know when I when I, I play that role it, it it does take it out of me sometimes because she's just so her cortisol levels are so high right, she's that's just what so I think drunk. <laughs> she needs yeah, to get some but, <laughs> that's right but um look I think over the series over the seven series she started to ground herself a little more and she's certainly now met someone that really calls her on on you know all this and her anxiety and her her um, uh, fantasy life, I suppose. So fantasy, you know, her imagination is just so full on. (laughs) So she's starting to ground a little bit. She's starting to earth herself a bit. Hey, Asha, uh, I feel like there's a lot of um, heartbreak this series. So as in Jimmy and Zara are really battling, Mick and Billy are done, which really frustrates me. I miss Mick already. Oh, Mick um, was great. Yeah, he was so cool. I know, but it does... It does open up a, a great new door for, for Billy as a character too. I yeah. think you'll really like it. I think the audience will really, really like it. Tell me, because my wife and I are mm. massive fans, tell me that okay. Harry is as good as like he is. Tell me he's just, he's so perfect. He's Hazy so has a lot depending on this. this. His I want whole this to happiness work. and hope for the future <laughs> We're depends on your answer. Nina and Harry. Do you know what? He's such good news for Nina, oh, Harry, but he's not perfect and we... <laughs> 
he, he's far more complex than he, he first appears. And we Ooh. start to get to know that and his family very shortly. Right. Okay. Uh, in the next episode, actually, around five and six. So that becomes really, really tricky territory, actually, because we, we see a side to... Well, we see his life, we see his history, and, and like, like we just have with his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend of 10 years coming in. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, so he's not perfect. He's got some chinks, but he's certainly really, really solid, which is what she needs. I mean, this show has been good for a lot of people. Uh, Hazy, <laughs> notwithstanding, who has been looking forward to this <laughs> immensely. <laughs> Seven seasons for an Australian drama oh. series. I like just any scripted Australian show that goes for seven seasons. Bizarre. It, it's I great, isn't it? I can't think of another time this has happened in recent memory. Um, I know. It's so great. Is, is there any end in sight for this? Would you just ride this out? This is the show you know from I'm now on. I'm just not going to close the door on this. I think that it... I kind of don't close the door on anything, really. I don't believe in that. I think it's mm-hmm. better to just let things yeah. close naturally. And we'll see how we go with this. We never really know whether we're going to do another one. But I think that this series in particular has played out so beautifully. And there's so much growth in it, particularly for Nina, but also for the, uh, the two si- the, the siblings as well. The stories are so um, compelling, but in a really earthed kind of way, really cool. I, I'm so proud of it. You know what? We, it's irresistible to make this show for all of us. And, and I'm not the only one that feels like that. It's, it's a great group of people. The writing, I think, is even stronger in mm. Series 7 than it was in Series 3 or 4 or, you know... I'm it's saying than any of, series. Yeah. I haven't seen the whole oh, series yet, but I'm going to say it's the best of all. <laughs> oh, I, look, I'm really proud of it. I, I, and, I, and I can't believe that we've gone to seven series. But it, and I also can't believe that it's, it feels as good as it does shooting it when we get to, you know, we've gotten to the seventh series. So, God, we, you know, sort of pinching ourselves a little bit shooting this one, thinking, how is it this good? How does it feel this good? Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much, Asha, for Pleasure. for hanging yeah, around so. with us this morning. It was so nice to chat chat to you all about what's coming up. Thank we'll, you too, guys. We we'll really look forward to um, keeping on top of this season. It's it's really awesome yeah. to have you back. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's Offspring on 8.30pm Wednesdays, as if we didn't all already know that. You're listening to Amelia, James and Hazy. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast.